Hey friends, welcome to the Planet Podcast, aligning you in your mindset, nutrition, and wellness. I'm your host, Melanie Barrett, a holistic nutritionist, life, and health coach that is obsessed with helping women to confidently believe and trust in themselves to create positive change in all avenues of life. When it comes to feeling overwhelmed, being crippled by anxiety, paralyzed by what foods to eat, and how the hell to live a balanced, healthy life, I've been through it all and know that struggle personally. This is why I've dedicated my life to helping others just like you to make this world a better place, one mindset shift at a time. Hello, all you beautiful people. Once again, welcome to the Plant Ahead podcast. As always, I'm super excited and honored to be here and pumped that we are going on episode four of our six-part series on the blueprint, the strategy, and the formula that I use within my Vitality Wellness Method that I just use for clients to get life-changing results that are sustainable and really work. So on the last couple of weeks, I've just been kind of diving into the system and kind of how it works. I just kind of wanted to recap a little bit of those episodes because this series really builds off each other and each step kind of goes together hand in hand to really get you those results that you're looking for in life. So I talked about in episode 30, when I started this series, I really dove into just getting crystal, crystal clear on your goals and what that actually means. When it comes to getting crystal clear on your goals, you just want to make sure that they're in a realistic place and you have them in different categories because sometimes we try to put all of our eggs in one basket and we can really throw our life as a whole out out of balance is if we put too much energy into work and we don't put enough into family and friends that can kind of start to fall off and that can affect other avenues of life. So I I just dove into, and I said, this is an episode 30 about the different categories that you can put everything together in and kind of how to just plan everything out and essentially get from point A to point Z and the stepping stones needed to get there. So check that episode out if you haven't listened to it yet. And I also dove into limiting beliefs there and kind of what they are because limiting beliefs essentially are a belief that we believe to be true. And yes, at one point in our life, they really did serve us and have a purpose, but usually they don't last very long and their purpose and their need. So as we evolve and move through life and we want to just level up and be this new, better version of ourselves, a lot of these old, silly little stories get in the way. So I talked about limiting beliefs and breaking them down and kind of what they look like and how to release them to step into a new narrative. And I talked about in episode 31, it's just detoxing your mind mentally and how important that detox piece is to release things that no longer serve you. Because a lot of times we tend to hold on to these stories and these behaviors and these habits and those behaviors and habits and stories and limiting beliefs across the board tend to take up so much space and they take up so much space to affect us and being able to level up and be this new version of ourselves. So it's important to identify those pieces, break them down, figure out what they are and how to let them go. And once we do that, we just create the spaciousness to be able to step into this version of ourselves. So that once again, that's in episode 31. And if you haven't listened to that, check that piece out. And then in last week's episode, I dove deeply into detoxing your body. And it's not just about detoxing your body with the mental piece that we talked about in episode 31, but 32 is about going into your physical body with food. And 
also kind of some supplements and stuff to use along the way to really help guide that process and make it a little better. Just, just different tools and modalities that you can bring in and use. And when you detox your body with food, it's extremely powerful how much you can lift a lot of ailments and issues and problems that come along the way and effortlessly lose weight without even trying. And that's the coolest piece of all too, is that when you really start to detox your body with food, from that standpoint, you could, you'll notice you'll have less brain fog. You'll just have more energy. You sleep better. Your concentration and focus is just so much more on point. Digestion is better. Your bathroom habits just become better. Or just all around, you feel so much better and lighter and release that inflammation. As we all know, that inflammation ongoing is what leads to most chronic diseases in the world. So by taking that step back and really focusing on more of an anti-inflammatory diet, and it's not something you have to do all the time, but it's something to use as guidelines and you can do it from my journey, like with clients, we do about a 10 days of an anti-inflammatory diet. And then we kind of sprinkle in some new stuff when we really learn what makes your body feel good. Sometimes people reintroduce eggs and be like, whoa, this is totally not for me. So that's the cool thing is really understanding your body and what makes it feel good. And it just gives you this place of baseline because a lot of us don't know what it actually feels like to feel good. And when you do this type of detox, it really helps you understand what actually makes your body feel good and thrive to feel its best. So each one of those pieces really builds off each other. And they're really powerful together as a unit. And then so this week, we're going to be really diving into that stress component. And in our lives, we are always dealing with stress. And we're always feeling tired and sluggish and just fatigued in general because we just live in this age of technology. And even growing up, being a kid growing up in the 90s, I had a taste of what life was like before technology really came in. I remember computers really coming in and that piece of like AOL and dial up internet and even those big blocky cell phones, but that was just such a different time and how we utilized it and use those tools to where we are today. And there was just so much more freedom before living that life. There wasn't that extra stress of wondering about who likes me on social media and what's going on there. It's just a completely different time and space. And it is cool that I was able to experience both sides. But at the same time, it's also crazy to think about how far things have come with technology. And then just to remind ourselves, we live in the age of technology, and that adds a lot of extra stress onto our lives. There are so many pros that come with it, but there's also cons. You can't have something that's going to be extremely beneficial and not have like a tug and pull effect going on within that. So we need to really try to make sure that we create good, healthy boundaries around our social media pieces and not allowing them to run our lives, our phones always being there because it really takes us away from being present. And it either puts us in a past state or in a future state. And it's hard to be very present in this moment. And it can really numb us from just living our lives. And we don't really necessarily realize that it does take us away. It's a distraction, just almost like sometimes we'll eat when we're stressed out to feel a little bit better. Sometimes we just pick up our phones and to just decompress or just let go for a moment. And that's okay, but creating good, healthy boundaries within that is extremely important. And I can't emphasize that enough because if you look at your phone and you actually see how many hours a day you spend on it, sometimes it can make you throw up. And especially if you have an iPhone, just go into your phone 
and just look at your settings in there and just look and see. It'll tell you exactly how much you spend on each individual app and you'll know. And you can even set it up to give you a screen report on Sundays if you don't already have that going on. But it can be really scary sometimes if you don't set good boundaries with that. So setting timers on your apps can really be a useful tool as well. And the reason you just want to do that is because you want to create that spaciousness and just to become more present because the more we're connected into technology, the more we become disconnected with ourselves. And you can absolutely have both, but you just need to create a good, healthy balance between the two and just create some harmony within your life. And that's really what it's about is creating that. And the reason we we need that peace is because Technology is beautiful and powerful and amazing, has brought so many great things, but it also has brought a lot of extra stress into our lives. And when that comes to stress, it's, it can be a lot. And our bodies don't know the difference between a saber-toothed tiger chasing us or a really shitty email. And that's the crazy part is that our brains have not evolved much at all since our ancestor times and caveman times. They really are the same. So that's the hard thing is our brains haven't evolved to the age of technology that has stayed there. So that's where that con piece comes in and can make it bring that tug and pull and that resistance and that stress onto our lives. So really figuring out and honoring what stresses me out and what makes you feel that way. And sometimes we don't even necessarily understand what is a stress response. And think about it like the it's just the fight or flight response. And I know we've all heard of that term. So fight and flight response is a psychological reaction that occurs in a response to a perceived threat or danger. Essentially, in a nutshell, is what it is. And it enables the body to take extremely quick action. And it's intended to keep us safe. And what it does is when our body goes into that, think about it. You're sitting there and you get a really bad email or you slept in late or your boss said something to you or you got in a fight with your significant other or you got just some really crappy, unfortunate news, which those pieces come in all the time. I mean, we're humans. We're going to have great days and we're going to have bad days and that's totally fine, but it's just how do we navigate through it and create balance and harmony within all the stress that we live through? So when our bodies go into the stress response, it actually shuts down a lot of different parts to be able to send blood to different areas to be able to get away because our body thinks, oh, there's a saber-toothed tiger. This is a life and death situation. Our body can't tell the difference between a bad email or an ex-murderer coming after us. They just perceive it as an equal threat. And that's what makes it hard to live in this time, in this day, in this age. So when our body goes into the stress response, the physical changes that actually occur within our body is our heart rate, our blood pressure, how we breathe, and even how we sweat all increases. Our muscles tend to tense up and our pupils dilate. It's a lot that our body goes through. Even our blood sugar starts to lift up. It's our glucose levels start to rise. So that's a lot on your body. And even our, our digestion just shuts down. So if you're going through that multiple times a day, you're like, oh, wait a second. Oh, that's why I why I'm not losing weight. 
oh, my cortisol is completely off. Like, oh, so when you look at it from that perspective and see, that's why they say stress makes you gain weight because it's actually true because what it actually does and shuts down within your body. So I wanted to hit home and like kind of break that down for you to see if this is something you're going through all the time and they're like, man, I'm always struggling with this. You don't have to. And there are tons of different tools and modalities and ways and things that you can pull in to be able to really help honor your body. So a big piece about it is to really take the time and that space to really ask yourself, what in life is stressing me out? What causes me stress? And sometimes the answer can come very easily and others, it might take some time. So if you're thinking about it and you're like, huh, nothing's really coming to mind, taking that time and that space to just do some brain dumping, set a timer for three to five minutes and just write out at the top, everything that stresses me out. And then just let the conscious stream just go and boop, 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 and just write everything down that comes out of your mind. Don't think about it. Don't judge it. Just brain dump it, like dump it onto the paper. There you could find some useful hints to what is stressing you out in life. And sometimes it's things we don't even realize stress us out are actually there. And when we do that, we allow ourselves to have that spaciousness that's needed to live that life that we want. But if we're so lost in all the things, constantly on our phone, checking all the emails, going, 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 doing multitasking 17 things at once. It takes us away from that bigger picture of being really present and with ourselves. And when we're not present, we tend to just stress ourselves out and we don't realize how that goes in hand in hand. It, it, mindfulness can make such a big difference in how we view and see the world and how we feel and how we navigate through our days. So allowing yourself to really process the stress, what is causing me stress? What's pulling this in. And sometimes it's, for example, you could be in a relationship that just no longer serves you and it just sucks and you keep holding on. Taking that time and that space to really evaluate it and look at it from every angle might help you see, maybe this really isn't what I thought it was. Maybe this really isn't for me. And that's okay if it's not. Or even at your job, ask yourself, what's going on? Is my boss being a dick? Or do I actually feel like I do qualify for that raise and nobody said anything for me. Do like, should I speak up and speak my truth there to feel less stressed out about it? So it feels better. So that's where you got to kind of look at it from every angle as, as you start to pinpoint what does stress you out, look at it from every perspective and every angle, all the way around, up, down, left, right, and in between. Look at it and really ask, how can I create more spaciousness? How can I make this more comfortable? How can I make a better boundary and make this feel better? So I don't feel as stressed out because if our boundaries are not good, we're going to feel stressed. So looking at all of it very in-depthly will help you get some answers that you've been looking for. There are also a ton of different tools and modalities and things that you can kind of bring in to help you release some of the stress as well, because just auditing, this really isn't just enough to try to figure out those pieces. Yes, it helps a lot. But there's other things that we can bring in and incorporate to really help reduce that stress and that overwhelm. So we just feel all around better. It's all about those small, digestible, bite-sized pieces that we act on every day that we really move to the leaps and bounds of change. And that's what it's about. So it's like, what little pieces can I sprinkle in here and there, those little breadcrumbs to really make that giant loaf of bread? And that's what it's about. So. Let's take a moment to talk about the different tools and modalities that you can bring in to help your body with just feeling bombarded and overloaded and stressed all the time. 
And my ultimate favorite biggest piece would be meditation. And I know people are probably chirping in your ear like, you need to meditate. It's so good for you. But the truth is meditation is so unbelievably powerful. There is so much science and research and studies backed behind this that it really does change how your brain operates and works. And meditation is something that I have been meditating now every day for about four years, pretty religiously, and it's life-changing. My husband could look at me and be like, you didn't meditate today or vice versa. I'm like, you didn't meditate, did you? I can totally tell. And it's funny, but it's true how much it sets the stage for the day. That's why my favorite time of day is always to meditate in the morning first when you wake up because it literally sets the intentions in the stage for how you're going to move through your entire day. And it's a very powerful tool to pull in. I also remember the first time I ever meditated. I tried to, I thought you were supposed to sit completely still and ignore all sensations and feeling in your body and just be present with it. Like if you have an itch, don't scratch it. And I remember doing it for about 20 minutes. And it was the worst. I was like, I'm never doing this again. This is awful. How could anybody meditate? They're crazy people. Then I learned down the road that it's totally not how you meditate. There's like no right way or wrong way. You just kind of learn and go with what feels good for you. When I really started the process, I started using, at the time, one of the bigger apps was Headspace. So I just used Headspace. And I remember starting at like three to five minutes of meditation. They were very guided, short and sweet. But as I started to do it more and more, I started to get better and better at it. And what's cool is when you, especially when you do the guided meditation ones, they really teach you to recognize thoughts and how to bring yourself back into center or feelings and sensations or anything that's going on within the body or any noises, how to really stay present with yourself and be more mindful to not allow the distractions to come in. We're always going to be distracted. I mean, that's what our brains do, but it's just about dialing it in and being like, huh, this is happening. So using a guided meditation is a great tool because it can really build up your strength and to get you really confident in those places. And as you start to do it more and more, you can add more and more time. So now I'm at Easily, I meditate for 30 minutes in silence, no problem. I use little timers so I can incorporate breath work in the beginning to really calm my body down. So it's really cool. It's just a cool, fun process to do. And there are just, just to rattle off a few apps, and there's probably like 50 by now, but there's Headspace, there's Calm, there's Insight Timer, there's, there's a ton. So look into it and find which one resonates with you and try it out. And a lot of them will let you do free trials. And I know Insight Timer is a completely free one, and that's the one that I use. And I love, love, love. Can't even tell you enough how much I love that app. So within the meditation piece, you can take that a step further and try some breath work. Breath work is an awesome way to calm down your body and just all around feel better. And I highly recommend to try it out if you haven't. Just take, just to start out and throw it out there, you could just do an inhale through your nose for a four or five second count, pause at the top, then exhale for five or six seconds. And you just do that, set a timer for a minute. And do that whenever you start to feel really stressed and overwhelmed, things are getting really hard or you're really irritated, do a little bit of breath work. It'll completely calm down your central nervous system so quickly. And you're like, wow, that's all it took. It's just like taking a Xanax. It's pretty cool. Another piece you can pull in and do is like any type of energy work, whether it's like Reiki, which I do Reiki. I do it on myself. I can do it on others. Or I also do ener integrated energy therapy. And that's just another tool of going into the different meridian points within the body and just releasing that, that stress and the anxiety that sits within the body. So there's so many different people out there that are energy workers that you could connect with, talk to. And if you're curious, send me a message. I know people all over the country to help connect you and find the right person for you.
Another one is just dancing. Get into your, that I think is the best ways to get into your body is dancing. It's an extremely cool, powerful tool that you can just close your eyes, dance like nobody's watching, put on some music and just dance your ass off. And you'll get so deep in your body and you'll feel so free and you'll shift your energy and you'll feel so much better. Another one is exercise, any form of exercise, whether you want to go running, spinning, walking, swimming, weightlifting, whatever your jam is, a hot flow yoga, whatever, go for it and do it. You're going to feel so good. You'll shift your energy and you just be able to feel freer, lighter and happier and way less stress when you pull that into your life. Another big one is masturbation, go have some sex, even cuddling. All those pieces can help really reduce and relieve stress within the body. Or just hang out with some friends that you haven't seen in a while and have a really good deep belly laugh that can always relieve stress and make you feel better. And just having loved ones around can truly make a difference, whether it's hanging, like hug your pet, hug your dog, hug your cat, talk to them for a while. Hug your child, call up your best friend that you haven't talked to in a while. Just connect with somebody and really connect in with yourself and help relieve that stress. And those are just to name a few of just some basic ones that you can use to relieve stress. And another big one just to pop in there is with supplements. So you want to make sure that you have just the basic all-around supplements and that would include, you know, your omega, your multivitamin, make sure you have your B vitamins, stuff like that. That's helpful. But going into like a deeper part of it, there's supplements called adaptogens. And they essentially, at the end of the day, help your body adapt to stress. And adaptogens come in a, a spectrum where there are ones that are very uppity. That could be like almost like a matcha green tea type of thing. And you go all the way to the other side of the spectrum, which would be like a California poppy or a valerian root. So you have ones that will wake you up and pep you up, and then you have ones that will make you kind of sleepy. And then within that spectrum, you have some in the middle that really just help your body relax and don't make you feel uppity or don't make you feel tired. And my favorite one in that category would be theanine. And that is like my holy grail, number one. I think I have every one of my clients on theanine, including myself. It's just, and my husband and everybody I know. <laughs> it's, it's an awesome tool that makes you feel really good. And it just helps your body adapt to the stress because we live in a society now where there's constantly bombarded with stress. We can't escape it. And it's always there. And it's just about thinking about ways that you can pull in these tools and modalities to really help your body because we're always going to be going through something. There's always going to be pieces and parts that are going to feel overwhelming and crazy. And you just got to ask yourself, what can I do to help feel better? And even closing your eyes when you do feel stressed out. And ask yourself, what do I need right now? Where do I need support? What do I need to do? Do I need to go for a run and blow this off? Do I need to make sure I take my adaptogen every morning and night so I'm not waking up in the middle of the night thinking about all the things I have to do? Or do I need to go masturbate for a minute and just pet myself up? Whatever it is, go do some breath work, meditation, whatever floats your boat, try it all, experiment. And that's what it's about is just trying things and see what resonates with you and makes you feel your best and go with that. So I suggest you to just think about it, roll with it, ask yourself what you need to release some stress. If you have questions about it and you want to know some more and talk about it, reach out to me. You know how to find me on Instagram at planthead.co. Talk to me, slide in my DMs. I'm here to support you. I got you and we can come up with a plan together. No, no question, no strings asked. I'm here for you. 
And then for next week, as we roll into part five of the six-part series, we're going to be going into just consistency. And I'm talking about consistency in our life, consistency with food, routines, and everything all above. Fill in the blank right there. And we're going to use that time next week to build it all together and pull everything that we've talked about so far and how we can build it in to create these new successful routines and stay consistent with them to really live our best, happiest, and healthiest lives. So I'm so excited to dive into this part with you guys. This has been such a pleasure and I send you all so much light and love and I'll be talking to you guys next week. Have a great week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you love what you heard, please leave me a review and share this episode with someone you feel may benefit. For more inspiration, join the conversation with me on Instagram at planahead.co. There you will find a link in my bio to my free mindful and meal prep guide that'll kickstart your wellness journey today. Until next time, remember, even through your hardest days, we are all made of stardust.